Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Hey, everyone. We're live from Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm Karen Gibas here with my first-time co-host, Father Brian Christensen. Father, will you lead us off in prayer, please? Yeah, Karen, I'd love to. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow, uh, the church celebrates the Feast of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and we're broadcasting from that cathedral here in Rapid City. So we turn to Our Lady, asking for her motherly care for us, um, and for all of our listeners today, especially those most in need, that the Lord may bring them comfort through her intercession, may bring them deeper faith greater hope, um, and stronger love. And so we turn to Mary, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. We ask you to wrap your mantle, uh, your motherly care, around each and every one of us today, that you may protect us and guide us um, in uh, the ways of holiness and the ways of virtue, that all of us today, by the grace of God, may respond generously as you did and give our yes to the Lord today and every day. We ask all these things through your loving care and your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Father, first of all, for letting us come and have our show here today at the cathedral. And then thank you so much for co-hosting with me. Yeah, no, it's great to be here. I mean, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, a little nervous, I guess, a you know, being the first time on uh, co-hosting. I've been on the radio before right. with you and some right. of the other co-hosts that you've had here before. It's a little different, but not too much. No, I'm looking forward to the show. we got a good lineup today, so I'm excited we do. about that. I, well, before we get started with our first interview, why don't you just tell our listeners just a little bit about you so that they know whose voice is coming through. Yeah, no, I'm Father Brian Christensen, as you said, Karen, and we're here at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, where I am currently the pastor coming up on almost three years uh, as pastor here but the cathedral here is a almost my home I would say uh, for many many reasons I'm originally a New Yorker oldest of four kids um, mom and dad and uh, uh, my siblings and their spouses and kids are all back on Long Island but I came out here through the Air Force I was an Air Force officer flying B1s at Ellsworth Air Force Base and the cathedral was my home parish during those years when I first was a young officer, and I really found a home here. And then after I was ordained a priest, um, I was assigned here as the associate for three years, um, and so uh, it's great to be back again uh, as a pastor. So it is like you're back home. It is, really, for many years, many, many years. This has always been home for me personally, but it's also the home for the Diocese of Rapid City right. as being the cathedral for Western South Dakota. Well, and you guys are getting ready for Bishop-elect Mewich's ordination. I suppose that has kept your staff busy. and you. July 9th, yeah, coming up Thursday, July 9th. We'll be celebrating at 10 a.m. in the morning the ordination of uh, Bishop Peter Mewich. So that's very exciting. We're looking forward to welcoming here to his new home and making it, uh, making it just beautiful uh, celebration and looking forward to the years ahead with his guidance and his uh, loving shepherding. So this isn't the normal place that they would do a bishop ordination because of, but because of the COVID-19 situation and all that, 
you guys are having the privilege and the honor of having the ordination here. Yeah, I think it's beautiful to have it in the cathedral um, and celebrate it here where this is the sacred space and sacred place. Uh, um, in the past, you know, we've had it at the Civic Center here in Rapid City that, uh, to accommodate greater numbers and allow other people to participate in it. Um, but because of the COVID, the Civic Center is closed here in Rapid City currently. Um, and of course, our numbers are limited anyway. Right. So. Well, it's exciting. I mean, for you and for all of your parishioners and for both bishop-elects. Right, both bishop-elects, because <laughs> we have bishop-elect Mike Malloy that's uh, on his way up to Duluth. I really think the Vatican was really into baseball, right? Yeah. And they wanted to make the trade <laughs> yeah, right. before the deadline. So we sent our priests up as bishop yeah. of Duluth. They sent theirs here to Rapid City as so. All before the trade deadline. All before the, yes, exactly. I think it's just, obviously, God has a plan, and... And a sense of humor. And a sense of humor. And a sense of humor. <laughs> well, I think it's time to move on to our first interview, if you're ready. I am happy, yeah, to welcome uh, our guest today. And she is sitting right here in your office with us. And I just want to tell our listeners, boy, we are sure spoiled today. We are sitting on comfortable couches. We are. It's like we're going to have a living room chat. Yeah, it should be comfortable, informative, and inspiring, I think. I, yeah, I would hope so. If so, if you want to take over, Father, and introduce our guest. and Well, thank you, Karen. Uh, we're welcoming Laura Hawk here to the show. Welcome to Real Presence Radio, Laura. Thank you. Good morning. It's fun to be here. Yeah, Laura, tell us a little bit about what your position is here. You're a staff member at the cathedral on our uh, ministry team. Um, what do you do? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, going on uh, two years strong here at the cathedral, I'm the director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry. Ministries. Um, I moved up here from um, from Nebraska, but uh, I, I just love the opportunity to serve the church. Um, so I work with the youth, the middle school, high school. I do the confirmation prep, um, which is just a beautiful process to witness. And then I also get to uh, participate in young adult ministry, which is um, m the age range I fall into. So that comes naturally and is just enjoyable, um, particularly after spending a couple nights a week with the youth. It's just nice to, you know, not have to mess with slime or glitter and, uh, you know, be with, uh, be with those guys. It's good. No, very good. Uh, yeah, as you said, you're in your second year here uh, on our pastoral team uh, doing youth ministry and young adult ministry. Um, what was the interest in kind of pursuing uh, a job and a mi in ministry with the church. Is that your is that what you studied in college? Yeah, it wasn't actually. Uh, God kind of snuck in there, which was good. Um, I'm originally from Nebraska, went to school down in uh, the University of Nebraska, Kearney, um, Kearney, Nebraska, and I got a degree in organizational and relational communication. Um, so I do, I like to talk. I like uh, organizational <laughs> structures and, and uh, learning all of those things. But uh, it was really during my time at Kearney that... Uh, that the Lord swept in, um, and, and I uh, recognize the personal relationship that a person waits for him. I was raised Catholic, um, a good, good family, uh, but it really wasn't really until college that those um, dots were connected through the Newman Center there. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, and so the Newman Center played an important role in your faith life and growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, it did, it did. So, um, Prior to the Newman Center, so here we go. Here's my story. Um, so I went to college freshman year, um, was kind of feeling uh, like, here we go. Pressure's on. Uh, let's do this right. And I didn't really know what right looked like. There's a lot of different uh, people uh, and, you know, stories and experiences that you hear of people through college. Um, but 
Yeah, so I uh, joined a sorority and uh, tried out a few different things. I uh, ate lunch with the UNK basketball team once a week, which was hilarious because I'm 5'2 and uh, <laughs> I run better with my mouth than my legs. Um, but yeah, and uh, then my uh, spring break over my freshman year of college um, is when my older sister, Mary, who was going to a different university, wanted to go on this pilgrimage to Rome. And I was like... Rome, yes. Pilgrimage, what does that mean? <laughs> and uh, she had been getting involved with her Newman Center. Um, and I was like, sure, I'll travel abroad with you. Um, but that was the first time that, like, I looked over the itinerary and I was like, daily mass? <laughs> I didn't know that existed. Uh, what is this? Um, but, but while spending that time with, you know, 20 other young adult Catholics, I, I saw something different in their lives. Um, I saw a freedom. Um, a freedom that I wasn't really experiencing um, in my search for, um, you know, to fit in and to do the college scene. Um, and and I, I was attracted to that. So yeah, then, well, we're talking here with Laura Hawk. She's the uh, youth director here at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. She's kind of sharing her story of how the Lord touched her heart on this pilgrimage to Rome with her sister Mary. Is that mm -hmm. right? And, yeah. and what you've noticed uh, from that and the longing of your own heart and seeing mm -hmm. the joy, the peace, the purpose in the other students. So what happened during the pilgrimage or afterwards? How did everything change? Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Um, yeah, so the... That was like the first taste of, of like uh, of my personal relationship with Christ and and really uh, living out the Catholic life. Um, and then I came back to college and I was still hesitant about whether like this is all for real. Like, can it really um, be this good? Uh, it seems simple, a lot more simple than uh, trying to fit in with everyone. Um, and yeah, and then uh, I uh, started to like test the waters at the Newman Center. Found some really good people um, who like. I just felt naturally a, um, a natural desire to spend more time with them. Um, and then I went to a Sikh conference, um, Focus um, put on a Sikh conference then um, over the Christmas break of my sophomore year. And I got a, you know, a heavier taste of, of the Lord. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is for real, you know? And, and th that's when I really dove in. Um, so then I, uh, you know, was always at the Newman Center. It, it really became my home, and uh, I opened up more with uh, the priest there, Father Hoke, mm -hmm. um, and he was, uh, in, you know, he played a very pivotal part as well. And over the course of the next three years, is really how the Lord um, is when the Lord uh, just, you know, uh, showed me like uh, that more than anything, I just want to serve His church. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so then I snuck on a CatholicJobs.com. Found Rapid Cities, uh, and the rest is history. Well, we're very grateful that uh, the Lord moved in your heart and that you're here um, on our pastoral team uh, doing uh, youth ministry and young adult ministry. Um, tell us about um, what you do uh, on a daily basis to to share the faith, to you know inspire our young people, to evangelize them, to catechize them, to bring them together in Christ. Yeah, it. Um, I always say uh, it's not a glamorous job. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of uh, backstage work, but then. Um, also just just an opportunity to um, to meet the youth and and to uh, build relationships with them and uh, and help them to see uh, you know uh, what 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 I hadn't experienced until college is really always my underlining motivation I'm like if I could have you know left high school recognizing this um, my freshman year would have been a lot easier um, so yeah I 
or the cathedral. The cathedral has a, a couple different ministry programs going on. So for high school, we run um, Life Teen, um, which is uh, a great um, four-part night. Um, we do it once a week. That's all about, um, you know, bringing a community together and um, having a proclaimed teaching every night and then small groups. Um, and, and then middle school, we run Edge, which is the same format. It's by Life Teen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we run Purpose for Confirmation. Um, so, of course, to, um, you know, have all of those things successfully function, um, uh, along with uh, myself, there's a great, a great group of active disciples here who um, really roll up their sleeves, too, and, and help prepare and plan and, and just, uh, you know, we divide and conquer mm-hmm. um, and, and uh, have the opportunity to uh, spend time one-on-one or, you know, m- more in small groups uh, reaching more kids. Good. Um, when you got here last year, right, it was, yeah. uh, you hit the ground running. Um, you were at Steubenville of the North, is that correct? Or Steubenville of the Rockies? Which one? Did yeah, you... so uh, two summers ago, two we summers went ago. to Denver, and then last summer we went up to you've been to You've been to the Steubenville conferences with our youth. You've been to Covecrest, the Life Teen uh, Camp in Georgia. You've mm-hmm. done our local um, camps here, summer camps here at our retreat center at Terra Sancta, and a host of other things, summer stretch. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you, what those summers have looked like. Um, yeah. and They're it's super a little di- fun. And it's a little different this year. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. I love them. And, uh, and it really gives the kids an opportunity to step away from their daily life and just to encounter the Lord. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a prime time um, for them. Uh, they, they get out of their normal routine, and um, there's great speakers and just great um, time in prayer at those events. And that's really what hooks them. And it's what re-energizes me um, to really like then come back to the cathedral and, and uh, run our own things here. Um, on the weekly basis. Well, we're talking to Laura Hawk here, and I think this has been a very inspiring talk, but we are going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to hear the rest of your story and the rest of your, uh, I suppose, duties here at the cathedral and how you're leading the next generation. So stay tuned with us here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and spiritual services. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about our special offering when you sign a lease in June. 701-237-4700 or homeishere.org. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home. 
surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible. We hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. Monday, June 29th, marks the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul, the Apostles. As we celebrate these great saints, we'll have some special programming. At 6 a.m. Central Time, instead of the Sunrise Morning Show, we'll bring you Morning Glory. This will be followed by the Mass at 7. Then at 9 p.m. Central, instead of the Mass, it'll be the Encore of Open Line. Please tune in for this special programming. Saints Peter and Paul, pray for us. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, we're live here in Rapid City, South Dakota at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help. I'm Karen Gibas along with Father Brian Christensen. And we are talking to Laura Hawk, and we kind of broke you up in the middle of your, your life purpose that God has handed you. <laughs> so, Father, if you wanted to take back over this interview and listen to some more of your yeah, beautiful testimony. Yeah, no, it's good to be with you, Laura. And um, you were sharing a little bit about um, the ministry that you're doing, the various things that uh, it takes to reach our young people today and to share the good news and the gospel, bring them into a relationship with uh, Jesus Christ. But as you were saying, you have, you don't do it alone. Uh, so who are your collaborators that, uh, that you work with uh, day in and day out? Yes, so, uh, so it's, it is, it's great. Uh, it wouldn't be possible if, if it was just me. Um, and sometimes I have to remind myself that, honestly. Um, but, but yeah, we have a great team. So our Life Teen um, High School uh, group is, is mostly made up of um, really um, steady young adults in our parish. Our Edge group is made up of uh, three couples who uh, have uh, middle school youth themselves. And, and, uh, and then our confirmation team is, uh, is one young uh, married couple. And then to the uh, um, couples that have um, high school and middle school youth themselves. So they show up on a Sunday night or Wednesday night, Thursday night. You just throw them in with the youth. There, or is there any preparation? That oh, there's prep. There's prep. We call those the recoup meetings. <laughs> I, I, I came up with the term recoup because I, I wanted to make it sound festive. But uh, it's our planning meetings. And uh, and those take place like on the monthly basis where we really um, sit down and we hash out the coming month. Um, so we get a curriculum from for all three of those programs and and then we um, read through it together and, and we say hey like you know which role fits best um, what's you know like um, the different teachings who who has a personal impact on or has a personal experience with this topic um, who wants to lead the game with uh, blindfolds and banana splits who you know uh, and and sometimes it takes a while for someone to uh, gain the courage or the the prompting of the Holy Spirit to say, yes, that is all me. But um, (laughs) then by the time we show up on Sunday nights, um, things are ready to go. And um, and there's always someone aside from me who watches the clock because that's not my strength. Uh, And and, uh, we all... I say, I would say very intentionally, um, just love the kids that are in front of us. You know, like these kids uh, are insecure (laughs) and it's just a part of their human development, but they're not sure if anyone really, you know, wants to hear more than good when they are asked, like, how are you doing? You know, and and we just uh, we just work to be so intentional about showing them like, like, no, um, you're here and I'm glad you're here. 
and, and I want to get to know you better and I want to, you know, make this be a place where you feel comfortable sharing and, and get excited about coming and, and all those things. Sounds like you work a lot to bring your core team together to be a cohesive unit, you know, working together in Christ. Is that true? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, united we stand, <laughs> divided. We end up duct taped to the wall by the middle schoolers. <laughs> we really do have to be a united force, uh, especially like Nerf Wars. Those happened. And uh, no, it is. It's just important because, um, you know, uh, a lawn without water dries up. And, and these these adults and young adults, they, they have their own lives and uh, a to-do list waiting for them at home. So, like, when they come and, and offer their time and, and, and show a desire to work um, with the same ministry, then um, I do find it, like, my responsibility to try and um, lift them up and to, um, you know, help them to grow in a relationship with Christ themselves more, um, just to make sure they keep well-fed and excited about the ministry and um, it's not a burden. Yeah, your aim for our youth ministry here at the cathedral is to draw people into a, a lifelong relationship with Jesus Christ, so that they would encounter Christ, they would come to know Him and deepen their relationship with Him. Um, have you? How do you see that happening in your ministry today? Yes, yeah, it, it's exciting because, uh, yeah, it is. You see it, you see it, and it's uh, there's moments that are uh, you know full of woo. Um, that I think a lot of us have sp- experienced with the Lord when um, He just like intentionally like showers us with His goodness. But then there's just the uh, the d- daily dedication that you see. Um, like these kids are, it's so great. These kids pray and they actually believe that someone's up there listening, and that not only is it just like somebody, but it's the individual. It's the the God who can literally, you know bring a change in their life. You know, um, they believe in his power and his, his care for them, which is great. Yeah, no, wonderful. Any, any situations stand out? Any moments in your ministry over the last couple of years that kind of, yeah, no, wow, that's really beautiful. Because I know sometimes we don't get to see the fruits of our labor, right? Yeah. We sow <laughs> seeds that other people will reap the harvest, you know, oftentimes. And so, but oftentimes, or sometimes we do get that blessing of seeing God's grace at work in a person's life. Yes, I, I would um, have to look back on um, last summer. We had the opportunity to take um, six kids down to the Life Teen uh, Cove Crest summer camp, um, which uh, was just amazing. It's like stereotypical summer camp with like Jesus infused in every aspect. Um, and it's so fun. Uh, and that's really um, one of the highest um, moments when I got to see their growth um, because we were spending, you know, s- like seven days consistently together. And um, and, and those kids uh, weren't only there for the fun. Um, and, you know, uh, we did some testimonies afterwards and, uh, you know, there's one young man who was like, yeah, I was, I, you know, I didn't really know what I was signing on for. Uh, my parents thought it was a good idea, but, uh, then I came and like, I want to be a leader, you know, and I, I want to, I want to like pursue this. Um, and, and it all like stemmed from his experience at camp. Um, and then there's another girl, uh, I, uh, who I hold very dear to my heart because, um, because I think, uh, she's, um, she's tempted to try and, um, to try and, uh, you know, uh, fit in more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has that. So, yeah. And, uh, so she has those, that, 
a tendency and, and she feels that pressure to fit in. And, and she went to camp and she was free, you know, and she didn't care what she looked like. And she was making friends with people all over the country. And, and she's like, I didn't know there's, you know, this quality of people our age, you know, like, like it just really um, upped her standard, her standards for who she hangs out with and things like that. And, and she's ready to go. She's, uh, she's on, on uh, track to come back this, this August again to Life Teen and, and looking forward to it. Beautiful. Well, we're uh, talking here with Laura Hawk. She's the youth minister here at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help. Also works with young adults. And I'm Bra- Father Brian Christensen. I'm here with uh, Karen Givis today. So uh, good to be here with uh, with you and with Laura. Yeah. What a great great ministry well, she has. I am sitting here listening to you guys have this, uh, as I was have to say, epic conversation. And I just have to tell you, Laura, that in any place I've seen you in diocesan events or, or around the cathedral when I, I mean, because this is not my parish, so I'm not here very often, but when I am around, you, the energy that you have and the genuine love for Christ that you just radiate off, I think, I think that really must inspire the kids to want to achieve greatness Instead of just, well, okay, I'm just going to show up because this is what mom and dad said to do and, you know, oh, checkbox kind of attitude. But I think it, it, it's the, the way that you live your life and the, the example that you give to the young children and to the, the middle schoolers and the high schoolers and the young adults. I mean, cause, and to, I was just going to, even to us old people, not that I'm really, I'm not going to say it, I'm not that old, but I'm old. And, so, you know, I think that, oh, yes. oh, well, Karen, thank you. Thank you. I think that uh, that's part of why God must have led you to where you are today. And, it, and it's a gift from God, you know. Um, no, you know, uh, no one can fake it. You can't fake it. And you're, you're so it. genuine. Um, and it's just so, like, like this world is awesome, you know, like, and, and, and uh, yeah, I still get just uh, tongue tied clearly about like <laughs> how great God is, you know, and, uh, and I just continue to gain more and more appreciation for um, everything around us and, and, uh, and, and him, you know, I gain greater trust in him. It's been like, you, know, you don't just wake up and change, you know, like no. this has been a journey and, uh, and it, he's just led the way and uh, it just makes me very thankful. Well, I think it's great when you said, you know, I looked at the itinerary and you're like, daily mass? I didn't even know that existed. To start from that, I guess, it's ignorance, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it is. When when someone is at the point where they don't realize that there's daily mass out there that you can attend, (laughs) you know, it's not that the choice that you're, you know, you know it's there, but you're making the choice not to attend is totally different than, well, I just didn't even know that was there. So for the kids and young adults to see that, you can come from a point where you don't know these things and come to a point where you're extremely on fire for God. I mean, even that aspect of your journey has got to inspire Mm -hmm. kids to just, it inspires me when I stop and think about it, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's really where happiness lies. I know that for a fact. And, and it's just cool to like, um, you know, like every person's journey is different and, and, you know, had I known about daily mass when I was eight, who knows, but like, like I just I got a taste of both sides of things and and it's cool to think back and be like uh like I remember the first time in college I stepped into the Newman Center and and was trying to figure out what adoration was you know and I was like what is like what or or you know there's just a lot of fun things or like like in the confessional the first time that it was more than just like a grocery list that I was like you know is this mic on okay ready 
go. Um, but like, like shared my, my heart and my challenges and, and being received by the priest, um, yeah. is just so beautiful. Oh, so, well, thank you so much, Laura, for being part of our real presence live today and for taking time out of your, your busy ministry to yeah. come and share your story with us. No, I enjoyed it. My other alternative was sitting at my desk and so, so I like to great. talk so much better. Well, it's great to have Laura with us. Um, Karen, we have a special guest coming up after the we break, do. don't we? We do. I, I think everybody will be super excited. I kind of teased about it on Facebook this morning, but... But we don't... They, do you want to tell them anything about our no, next guest? No, I don't, I don't want to. What? All right, we're not going to tell them. You better come back after the break. But, Laura, once again, thanks for being uh, with us uh, today. Um, Thanks for being part of the team here at the Cathedral of Our Lady Perpetual Help. But also the witness, as Karen says, that you give to Christ day in and day out at Daily Mass, at Adoration, (laughs) with our youth, with our young adults, and just being a part of this parish family that uh, makes a difference in the life of Christ, the life of his church. Thank you. It's a a really good place to be. I like it. No, that's great. All right. Well, stay tuned. We will be back after this break with our mystery but familiar guest. Yeah, I think everybody will recognize him immediately. <laughs> Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.